Good morning, beautiful people all around the world. Hope you're all doing well. This is your host, Roop, all the way from Australia, and it is summer in Australia. We have a Christmas in summer. That's right. You heard me right. So as this is the season of hope, I want to talk about hope. I want to talk about how to walk in the mindset of Christ. You know, oftentimes we face challenges in life we cannot say because I believe in God I'm not gonna have any challenges in my life I'm gonna have a challenge free life problems free life God um, has given us this ability to trust him even when the the season is hard when things are not going smooth the way you expect you know um, I am so thrilled these days to think uh, how men and women, they want to be like somebody else. They want to think like somebody else. Rather than exploring their own own being, they want to be like someone else. For instance, I see a lot of girls make videos on social media uh, about the, uh, the Kardashian girls. They try to talk like them. They imitate like them. They dress up like them. They try to copy everything um, they admire about Kardashians. I was amazed by the fact that God created us on his own image because we cannot see him physically. That doesn't mean he doesn't exist. He's not just the idea, but he's a true real God. How amazing it would be if we start imitating God, if we start displaying a character like God, if we start talking like him, if we bring his characteristics in our character. How great is going to be like? You know, Paul said, you all are unique. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, he talks about that God has given you a renewed mind. You've been restored. So he's given us a mindset of Christ. When you repent, when you give your life to Jesus, you become his sons and daughters. You become his brothers. You become his friend. You become his sister. You become his, his, his relatives. So what happens when you are spending time with somebody you admire, you start thinking like that person. For instance, I talk a lot like my father because I love my father. I know what kind of beliefs he has. Uh, I carry his values. In the same way, we need, we should learn that we display godly character. You know, um, oftentimes when uh, when we deal with difficult situations, we forget that we have a mind of Christ. We need to think like Christ. As like in First uh, um, uh, Peter, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He does not allow challenges to come in our life so we can be afraid and we can hide ourselves in a confined environment. But he says, you know, I trust you with this. You are a warrior. I have given you my mindset. As I was with Moses, as I was with Joshua, I am going to be with you. The beautiful thing I've noticed in Bible, particularly in Psalms, David wrote a majority of the Psalms and he goes through the challenges throughout his life. But he remembered one thing, that once upon a time, I was nobody, but God made me somebody. Once upon a time, I was sent in a very 
abandoned and a confined place where I had nothing else, nobody else, but a bunch of sheep around me, and I saw God like nobody else did. And I saw the same God making a simple shepherd, turning him to be a king. I know his nature. So when I'm surrounded by my enemies, when I'm surrounded by all those negative thoughts, when I'm surrounded by the challenges of life, the same God is going to move these mountains for me. The same God is going to build a safest place for me. Jesus is the safest place for us. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to say him everything. I've mentioned before in another podcast as well, one of the beautiful things I saw between Adam and God that was every day in the cool of the day, God would come to visit Adam. Adam was naked. He had no clothes on. And he would interact with God. He knew nothing bad. And I believe God longs for that intimacy where you can be vulnerable, where you can expose your nakedness, where you can say, you know, God, I am struggling with this. I'm struggling with my finances. I am struggling with my sexuality. I am struggling with sexual urges. I am struggling with loneliness. I'm struggling with depression. I'm struggling with all of those things. God is not like some religious people portray him that, oh, he's going to, the wrath of the God is going to come upon you if you're going to tell him that you are feeling in certain way. Jesus has the answer of everything for you. In Psalm 71, David says, I'm overflowing with your praise for all you've done. And your splendor thrills me all day long. Now in the same Sam, he's talking about that you are my shelter. Don't ever let me down. Let your justice be my breakthrough. Bend low to my whispered cry. Now he's asking for protection. He's asking for help. But what another thing he's doing, he's reminding him that I've seen your goodness. Therefore, I trust you. I have seen your beauty. Therefore, I trust you. A few months ago, my mother was sick, and I'm a youngest kid. My, I, I'm very close to my mom. I just love my mother so much. My mom was um, hospitalized, and uh, I, I was crying before God. I was crying before God. All I did, I went to these Psalms. I remembered how God helped me in past. I reminded myself that God, when I'm struggling with disbelief, I'm going to come before you naked. I'm going to admit that I'm struggling with disbelief. I'm doubting that this time you may not be able to heal my mother. But I also know another thing. That last time when I was facing a mountain, you leveled it for me. You raised the valleys, you leveled the mountains. You did that for me. You brought me out of the slavery of Egypt. You still part the Red Sea. 
so I know this nature. Therefore, although I'm vulnerable, although I'm struggling with my faith, but I am going to give you praise. I'm going to praise you that, Lord, you are so good. You're always good. You will always be my best friend. You're not going to allow enemy to steal anything from me. I'm giving you my disbelief. I'm recalling the goodness of God. I'm shifting my mindset. I'm shifting my perception. Boom. Two days later, my mother was discharged from the hospital. She's back up on her feet. She's all good and she's doing all those things that she used to do. Because I did not hide my disbelief from God. I did not hide my faith from God. It was a time when I was meant to go on a mission trip to Philippines. I was so afraid. I almost was going to cancel my trip. But then I remembered what God said to Satan when he was tempting him. He said, get behind me, Satan. You have no power. You have no authority over my life because my God is bigger than you. My God is bigger than this disease. My God is bigger than all those temptations, all those problems. My God is the God of Joshua. If I only be obedient to what he says, he is going to do exactly what he did for Moses. He's going to part the Red Sea. He's going to bring a breakthrough in my life. He's going to heal my mother. He is going to. Bring everything that I've lost. I feel like telling someone this is the season of restoration for you. You are not neglected. You are not rejected. You're seen. God loves you so much. God loves you so much. The beauty of knowing his nature is that his mercies are new every day. Even though, even though when we fail, even though when we fall, he's still the good God. Even though when we experience disbelief, fears, temptation, disappointment, he is still the good God. The key is to keep reminding yourself that doesn't matter what happens, he's not going to leave me, nor going to forsake me. He's always going to be my best friend. I remember this song, um, when I was a kid, I learned this song, Though all may leave me, I will still follow you, God. No turning back, no turning back. You know, when I was in the Philippines, it was so hot. It was super hot. And, and then there was a typhoon and there was other things. That I did not expect it. But the presence of the Lord. The love of the Lord. Took over. So powerfully. That our whole attention. Got shifted. From being focused on those problems. That we didn't have. To the love of the God. To the work of the God. To the things of the God. What he was doing. In that hot sunny day. I remember one day we went to. Um, the graveyards they in philippines they have a uh, day when they celebrate the life of dead people you know i've seen amazing work of god in natural it was hot it was like 40 degree and we were uh, we were singing and worshiping in the sun and then a bunch of us went to the graveyard to minister people oh boy i've seen the love of god flowing through us to these people 
And suddenly, we were not affected by heat anymore. Heat gave up. It was still 40 degrees, but our attention was on the work of God. Our attention was on what God was doing, how he was pouring his love for these people. This is what happened when you learn to live in his holy tabernacle, when you make him your lifestyle, when you think the way he thinks, when you allow him to invade your life, when you live in his holy presence, he shifts your attention from your problem to his goodness. And once you see how good he is, you don't even think about those problems. I am so thankful for the season, the hard season that I went in my life. And it was amazing. I've seen God like never before. I literally say this in every single episode. And I remind myself that I'm so thankful for this life. I will not be influenced by the dark side of this world. I will not follow any celebrity. I will not follow anybody. I just want to be like you, God. You have created me so uniquely with your perfect hand, with your perfect wisdom and knowledge. I don't need to be somebody else. Allow me to explore myself. Allow me to see myself through your lens, through your eyes, God. We neglect the most important person that we should be loving. That's ourselves. When people are throwing stone at you, don't you think you're the first one to pick a stone and throw at yourself and then you experience um, self-pity, shame, guilt and condemnation and that's what enemy wants you to experience. So let's, let's explore ourselves. Let's say, God, how did you create me? With your perfect wisdom and knowledge. You made no mistake about me. Hence, I will not follow. I will not try to be like anybody else. I will not be influenced by the bigger brands. I will not be influenced by these people. Those are so famous on social media. Because they are gaining so much views and fame. I am not going to be like that. What I'm going to be like that? You. Even though if no, nobody follows me, though all may leave me, still I will follow, no turning back. The cruise before me, the world behind me, no turning back, no turning back. If you are listening today, I want to encourage you that there is no turning back. Let's make that pact with God that, you know, I refuse to entertain the lies of this world. I refuse to entertain my fears. I refuse to entertain my problems. I would put my faith in you. I will remember the goodness that you displayed for me throughout the days of my life. I'm going to be focused on that. I am loved, I am adored, I am nurtured by you, God. So, the point that you need to take away are that it's okay to be vulnerable before God. It's okay to come naked before God as Adam did. When you try to cover yourself, you say, you know what? Oh, this is wrong with me. I am naked. I've done this thing so wrong before you, God. So I need to cover it up. No, he still embraces you. 
He still embraces you. He would say, you know, you didn't hide anything from me. You're naked. I know how to cover you. I know what to do next for you. I'm going to give you tools. I am going to give you weapons to fight that fear, that disappointment. Let me do it for you. You sit on the backseat, darling. I'm going to take care of it. The second thing, when you are walking through the difficult season of your life, when you're facing disappointment, when you're facing things, those are not in your control. Remind yourself about the goodness of God. Remember all those testimonies of your life where God brought a breakthrough in your life. Even if you never experienced the goodness of God, you're born to this world. You're a blessing. That's the goodness of God to give you this life. So my friends, I want to uh, say you goodbye on this note, but I'm going to see you next Monday. Monday, I'm going to be making a, a podcast now. So stay tuned. If you have not followed my page, go and follow on Facebook. It's called I Am Loved. And you can follow our podcast on uh, Google Podcast, iTunes, and as well as on Spotify under the name of Operating from the Rams of Victory. And that's all from now today. I love you so much and God bless you guys. Bye for now.